right, guys. Welcome to a bonus episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Uh, a fancy bonus episode. Not really fancy. Uh, I didn't even do the intro. Uh, so, Kurt Kelly is supposed to be here with me. Uh, I was going to meet Kurt out at his place, and then I decided, why don't we try out the equipment mod that I purchased a few weeks back to see if it works, where we can do remote interviews. Um, and I just thought it'd be fun to, to try to play around with and, uh, I was in the mood to shoot the shit and talk a little bit. So we were going to do a bonus episode today and, uh, <laughs> I cannot get a hold of my co-host. Um, knowing him, his big ass is probably passed out on the couch with a bag of Cheetos and nope, oh, nope. Here he is. Here he is. Kurt Kelly, can you hear me, Kurt? Yes. Oh my God! Hey, hey it's working. Uh, it's working. Is it? Yeah. Can uh, how's the volume in your headphones? We're doing this live right now. I'm already recording. Uh, yeah, you sound good. This is pretty cool, ain't it? Yeah, I ain't got my I ain't got my earbuds in yet. You don't? No, I just come across the phone right now. I turned, I adjusted your mic. This is pretty cool. This is cool technology. Yeah, it is. For sure. <laughs> so, you want to shoot the shit a little bit today? Yeah, I will. Uh, I was just telling everybody I couldn't get a hold of you. I said he's probably naked, passed out in the chair with the PlayStation remote and a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> no Cheetos. No Cheetos? <laughs> you had the other part right. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's old what's old luck dog doing? He's in his house. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't doing so uh, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the World Series episode next week. Okay. Next weekend. Uh, your Dodgers last night. Ooh. Yeah. Let's uh let's hit a little. Well, nope, wrong one. <laughs> For your Dodgers there. You know, that game was scoreless through the first five or six innings. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, you know, yeah, you know, (laughs) we're stepping on it. It'll take us a while. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? It's a great game, a great duel, great pitching. I mean, Dave Roberts, I'm not sure what he was thinking there, but it worked. He started his closers first. I mean, I don't know. That was kind of weird, but it ended up working. You know who who won that game for them? Uh, Bellinger. A handful of people, I think, but uh, who you got? Well, I I say Bellinger, and that's funny because oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, bitched yeah. about sure. Bellinger a couple weeks ago. I'm still bitching about him. He batted a buck sixty this year. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> Man, this is a now, great time. Up. That's all to Cody. I mean, you know, I stick with it. Yeah. Perseverance. Perseverance is key. Uh, You know what I did last night? What's that? I watched some hockey and listened listened to some hockey. And uh, the the Predators dropped their season opener last night. To the Seattle Kraken, who is in their inaugural season, and that that would give Seattle its first win of the season because Seattle played on opening night. 
So they Seattle's were, uh, done two games in like three days. Yeah. Did you win that game too? They lost that game. I think they played Vegas or somebody. I don't remember who they played. Golden Knights. Yep, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, did, oh, speaking of that, I was going to tell you this at work yesterday, and I forgot about it. So Wednesday night, I sat down to watch hockey. I watched a late game. I watched the first period of it, and I couldn't stay up any longer. It was the Chicago Blackhawks against Colorado Avalanche. Okay? Okay. Mark Andrew Flory is now the goalie in Chicago. The same Dang. guy that won a couple Stanley Cups for your pins. Oh, yeah. And then he got dealt to Vegas, and then Vegas dealt him to Chicago. Well, last year he won the Vinza Trophy, which means he was the best goalie in the league. And he got lit up the first period Wednesday night. They they – they he allowed like three goals in seven minutes. Holy crap! They just lit his ass up. He just had a bad day at the office. That don't mean nothing. He he might be kind of coming onto the backside of his career, the backside of thirty, like John Conley said. But he still got <laughs> some juice in the tank, you know. Right. So I'm getting excited. Hockey. I did. I love hockey. If anybody, anybody out there wants to buy me anything for Christmas, I wear a size two tickets in the lower bowl at Bridgestone to watch the Predators play. So, so uh, what are you gonna what are you gonna do this weekend? I have children. I'm gonna go golfing. That's right. Uh, my dad is going to play Grandpa tomorrow. Me and Kurt are playing in the company golf scramble. Yeah, yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah. <laughs> To, uh, we are going to look like a bunch of idiots out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. for sure. They said, the one guy asked me, said, how do you hit the ball? I said, not very well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. That's for sure. No doubt. Cool. But we'll have fun. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, a little bit, for sure. It's been a long time since I've been on a golf course. How long do you think it's been since you played? Probably six years. That's quite a bit of time. You got a little bit of rust to work off there. Uh, tell you what, I went out and hit a few golf balls the other night out back, and I'm right in mid-season form. By God, look at you go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, it's a little different when you go on the golf course and you've got people watching you everything but Sonny told me yesterday uh, he he said are you going to ride with me or are you going to ride with one of the other two I said I'll ride with you he goes well I'm driving I said why he goes you can't fit your fat ass behind that steering wheel or enough room to turn the wheel (laughs) I said okay fair enough I done warned them all they come up to me and told me they're counting on me for this point and this point and this point and I said Fellers, I'm just here for entertainment purposes. That's so, right. That's right. That's right. Hey. Huh. It'll be fun, man. We'll have fun. Yeah. Uh I told them they should trade me. They got you got Steve uh you got Steve yeah. on your team, so I told them they should trade me for him <laughs> because he golfs with them three guys on my team anyways. I said, just trade me that way. I can be with Kirk Kelly. And they said, nope, that's cheating. I said, cheating for who? Me and Kurt suck. 
They wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I'm not very good. I'm not either, brother. I'm not either. It's a fucking hard game. Speaking of games, there was a football game last night, and last night was I did not give two shits about football. I was more about hockey. Um, it was the Philadelphia Eagles taking on Buccaneers. Yep. Yep. Let's see if I can get a box score pulled up. I mean, we're just shooting the shit. This bonus episode was just for the purpose of us wanting to fuck around for a little bit on a Friday, and we really wanted to try out this new equipment. Because yeah. uh, Kurt lives out there in the boonies, which I kind of do too a little bit, but not as bad as Kurt. And uh, this wintertime, where we're both at, both of our roads ice over like crazy, and there's a lot of hills and valleys that's hard to get in and out of. So we bought a, a little $50 equipment mod. That's allowing us to talk right now. Kurt's on his phone right now, and this pod track's recording it all. So that's pretty cool, man. We wanted to test it out tonight because we know this winter time come this winter time, me and you was going to put it through our paces. So we figured we'd break it in for an hour or two. Yeah, for sure. It looks it's pretty deep, man. Hey, dude, it looks like Tampa Bay barely escaped last night. Now, I don't know. You know how that is sometimes. Sometimes the box score is not as close as what it really says. I don't know. But uh, Tampa Tampa Bay 28, Philadelphia 22. Dang. Now, I I was watching a little bit of it, and I quit. But anyway, when I quit watching, it was 21-7. Tampa Bay looked like a wrap. Dude, so they, I, must, they must come from you know, come back a little bit. Kurt, I hate his guts, man. But how are you gonna? I mean, there's no denying. Who, I got hey, I hate him too. But I, guess what? I got him. I picked him for my fantasy football team, and he's doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> I'm four zero in fantasy football right now. Oh, son, this has been the worst start of my. I'm playing in three fantasy football leagues. Two different leagues are with some of my friends, and then I, I always usually do just like a free play online. In one league, I'm one and four. In another league, I'm three and one, and then in another league, I'm setting it like five hundred. I'm setting it two and two. So this has been the worst, huh? How many leagues are you in? Three. Holy shit! There's only money on one of them this year. Right. Uh, some of the, the the one league, a bunch of our friends, or it's just like for free. But there's only there's only money on one league. One league is usually a fifty dollar buy in. Uh, ten guys, first place usually takes home about two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred bucks. So. Hey, hey, yeah, but that's the one I'm one and four in. So go figure. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson and. Uh, has not been too kind to me, and then I've had Saquon Barkley, who keeps getting hurt, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Thanks a lot, Juju. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he will be in Pittsburgh. I don't know how much longer Roethlisberger is going to be in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, not much longer for sure. But, uh, Juju, I don't know. Yeah? I, I wish they'd get rid of him, tell you the truth. You wish they'd get rid of Roethlisberger? No, Juju. Oh, get rid of Juju, yeah, boy. He was a uh, he was a nice little surprise when he when he first started yeah. popping up a few years back, wasn't he? 
Yeah, but then he got on that whatever TikTok or what have you. <laughs> I don't know. He's just a distraction if you ask me. Have I don't you, know why he wants to be a thug. Have you ever watched TikTok? Do you no. have you downloaded TikTok? No. Okay. So I want to <laughs> yeah, I don't know about TikTok here. Okay, so 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 our boss Shout out Adam Sweet. We love you, bro. We talk about you every episode or try to. Which, by the way, he's coming back Monday, finally, after six weeks, eight weeks away. I bet he's ready. I bet he's ready, too. He was out riding motorcycles yesterday. They rode down through Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. He sent me pictures. Him and uh, Joey, they had their bikes parked at the Tennessee-North Carolina state line. (laughs) I know. They're Harleys out there. He looks like a big... Harry leather motorcycle riding ape Adam does but anyways so he he sent me this thing on he he texted me this thing one time and to open it up I had to download TikTok to see what it was and he I knew it was good because he put all kind of like laughing and middle finger emojis behind it and everything so I like fuck so I know it's going to be good right so I have to download TikTok so I download TikTok to watch it. And then you would think after I watch it, that'd be fine. Kurt, I shit you not. Three hours later, I was still on TikTok. Is that right? And yeah. And you ask anybody that's got it, uh, Doyle would even tell you. It, it, you get sucked into that thing because there's so many people putting videos up and some are funny and some are hilarious and some are sad. And, you know, it just you get sucked. You can't stop. It just keeps going. And since then, I have got on there a handful of times. I can't tell you how many times I've lost track time, like an hour, two hour, three hours goes by. Damn. I better just stay out of there. Then. There's some funny dude with your attention span, probably. <laughs> hey, uh, we, got some, we got some feedback from a guy at work yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. And uh, you were really happy about that, weren't you? Yes, I was. Uh, it- positive feedback anytime we get positive feedback anytime we get any feedback i'll be so uh, a guy at work uh cory shout out cory because i know you'll listen to this cory apparently is a fan of the podcast and cory has listened to pretty much almost every episode yeah it's surprising (laughs) because he's never he's never said anything to us Uh-uh. And uh, he he told me, he said that he likes when we do the bonus episodes, like when we like when I did the couple bonus episodes by right. myself. He liked right. when we did the bonus episode at 2 o'clock in the morning, which is still probably my all-time favorite episode, I'd say. Uh, he likes, you know, when we kind of break away from the sports, but of course sports is where it's at. And right. Corey's, a, Corey's a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and he is... Yeah. Uh, he requested at some point we do a uh, kind of a little history, like a uh, kind of like we did with the Golden State Warriors the fir- f- the very first episode where we kind of yeah, yeah. go back and do a team history. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be down to do one for him. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to put that in the rotation pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, Absolutely. The only the intro, dang it. <laughs> yeah. The only reason that we're not doing the Phillies Yankees episode today is 
I told Kurt yesterday, I've been a lazy fuck all week. It, it's been it's been nice. I've taken the week off because ever since we started doing the podcast, it's all I've wanted to do, and I get excited. And it took Kurt a couple episodes, but now he's pretty pretty excited into it. Um, I usually spend every day on this. This is how it goes with an episode. No matter if we're doing a quick turnaround, five days, which we've done, we've done a few a few episodes where it's five days turnaround, which is fun. But a lot of times it's every other weekend. It's just become on the weekends I don't have the kids. But no matter when we record, as soon as we finish recording, I take that next day off, so I have like one night of freedom, and then after that it's back right to the computer every night. I'm like nose deep into the computer prepping notes and researching and watching tape and i told kurt yesterday i said i've took the week off i've been fucking lazy uh folks uh, he does all the legwork uh, <laughs> hey man <laughs> hey man you do a lot of helping shit too though because be, your job is to watch tape that's what i always that's what i always make you do because if i can get you youtube clips or audio and you can watch and see it or something, then you you get more excited. Then you're more inept to talk about it because it's like within a week or two, it's fresh in your brain. Right. So yeah. you do a you do a big part of it too. Because without you, I'm just this idiot in, talking into this microphone in my kitchen and pajama pants like I am right now. Hey, I feel you, bro. I'm in my pajama pants too. <laughs> hey, I was, hey, matter of fact, I was taking a nap when you when I heard the phone ring. Oh man, I woke you up from a nap. That's all right, dude. I hell, I've been sleeping all night, but I need nap for it. Oh man, dude, I gotta tell you something. So I went, I left early, you know. Yeah. Went, went and got Bentley, took him to his appointment. So this is how our night went. So he had a good doctor's appointment, yearly checkup, everything's good, and uh, he's been wanting some one-on-one time, just me and him. So, right. so I was gonna keep him last night take him to school this morning and then i'll go pick all the kids back up him and the girls five o'clock tonight so we leave the doctor's office he said dad can we go to can we go get an ice cream and we went past dairy queen it was packed i'm like well the only the second best place to get ice cream when you can't get dairy queen is go get a milkshake from rallies and i like and i like banana milkshakes so i was thinking about a banana milkshake myself my fat ass was so we get there, their they're milkshake machine's down. They can do soft-serve cones, but they can't oh. do milkshakes. So then he asked for a chocolate cone, and she's like, sorry, little man, we got vanilla, strawberry, or twist. And he looked at me and said, what kind of place is this? <laughs> so, he, he, so he gets a strawberry and oh, vanilla shit. twist cone, and then he says, can we get a pack of mo- uh, some mozzarella sticks? So we split a six-pack of mozzarella sticks. And uh, he gets a he gets a bacon cheeseburger, and he eats like a champ. So right. we we so we come home, and I make him take a shower right away. And then I said, "Hey, do you got homework tonight? You need to get your homework done." So I sit down at the table, help him with his arithmetic. I hate Ooh. math. I know. I I just had to be funny to say arithmetic. I hate math. Uh, it's the same in every language it never changes but i fucking hate it yeah i'm not big so so after that gets done 
he's he's bored wanting to do something so we decided to start playing cards i teach him slapjack which i can't believe i never taught my kids slapjack i failed as a father <laughs> I, and and i win obviously so then i feel bad so then i teach him the game of war there you go and uh he's all about that and he kept running his mouth shit talking shit talking and then he beats me because at the at the end hand, at the very end of it, we go to triple war because we kept flipping the same cards. And then the card I turn up's a two and he turns up an ace and he's just he thought he was king shit. <laughs> and then this morning, for whatever reason, instead of hitting snooze on my alarm, I turned it off. Oh, no. Two missed calls from the school, missed call from my ex-wife. Oh, no. So she came and picked him up, and I guess she texted me, and I called, and I texted her back apologizing. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's going to probably piss her off now. But yeah. mistakes fucking happen, dude. I, yeah, that's kind of ate at me all day. It's like, damn, I, I, I know what it was, son. I'm telling you, I hit off instead of snooze, and it fucked the whole day. Man, yeah, you'd be all right. I mean... He goes quality time. Yeah. Quality time. That's the main thing. I mean, school, it's important. But, uh, right. ain't like, there ain't nothing like learning from old pops, you know. I mean, accidents happen. Shit happens. Yeah, accidents happen, for sure. But, yeah, that was <coughs> how my morning went. And then <coughs> then I was going to go do. Huh? I wouldn't worry about too much about it. Then I was gonna. <laughs> you know, that was... Shit to me. I know. And I... I'm saying he had this call and face like that's what we're doing. Oh, Kurt! I tell you what, he was, he was happy, happy as could be. He, see, the girls have had a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with me because the both girls had a bunch of different appointments this summer and checkups and stuff. So I would just keep keep him overnight. I would keep I would I would have one, and he never got an overnight because he never had an appointment or nothing. So he was he's been begging his mom, I guess, and begging me to tell his mom that he wants just a night with no sisters, just me and him. And by God, that's what he got last night. Cocky little shit. I whipped you in the game of war. You can't go to war with me. Your army sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, sounds like, it sounds like he had a good time, so that, and you guys had a good time. That's good. That's a good thing, man. He went to bed, and then uh, I don't know what time their mom puts them to bed on school nights. If they're with me on a school night, it's nine o'clock without fail. But since we were having fun, and I let him stay up an extra thirty, forty minutes, so it was a little after nine thirty. And then he went to bed, and uh, he was out too. I could he starts. I heard him snoring within like 15 minutes. So that's when I texted you, and uh, I said I'm listening to the pen, uh, to the Predators game because I can't I can't get it on TV. Oh shit! I forgot to tell you something else. So the Seattle Predators game ended, and like man, I only caught like the tail end of the second period. And all the third, so I'm in the hockey mood, and I really, really wanted to watch my team open their season. But spending right. time with Bentley was more important to me. So then I was in the mood to watch hockey, and then 
the Las Vegas Knights were playing the LA Kings. So I downloaded ESPN Plus. It's only cost me seven bucks a month. And I was able to watch it. Uh, Good game? It was a pretty good game. I fell asleep midway through it because, I mean, you know, I'm old and fat. Man, we got to get up early, too, all week. Yeah. What time did you leave? I left at two. Uh, I ended up leaving at three. Good old, had your good old ride, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty good old boy, too. He is. Yeah, I, I thank him all the time for helping me out. I, mean, I thank you all the time for helping me all the shit you helped me do. I mean, that's what, we're supposed to be teamwork in there, ain't we? Yeah. I don't, uh, it's part of it. I don't I don't know if my ex wife's gonna hear this. I, I don't think she knows I do a podcast. If she does, she ain't said nothing, but so I'm gonna choose my words carefully, but uh we got a big boost to company morale yesterday too, bro. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely, uh I was shocked. We all went in, we had a company wide meeting at twelve fifteen right after lunch and we was all yeah, jammed was into the break room. You were the last one in, by the way. I seen it, everybody but you. <laughs> I watched. Well, you were the very last one. He was already talking when you got in there. Uh, I wasn't the last one in. You wasn't? No, Charlie. Charlie was in behind me. Oh, Uncle Charlie B. Yeah, Charlie B. But uh, let's just say uh, I got to choose words carefully just in case the ex does hear this. LOL. But wait, 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 wait. No. Oh, I get the sound pads messed up all the time. But uh, everybody in that room was thinking we was about to get bad news because how many times in a year and a half, almost two years now, we've been in that same break room, usually with masks on, and we get bad yeah. news after bad news after bad news. And by God, yeah. yesterday we got news. And if you you could you you'd have to be blind not to walk through the plant yesterday and see morale was boosted like crazy. Yes. Yes. Now. I mean- I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the entire bowl, it wasn't the entire plate of cookies, but by God, we got several cookies. Yeah, several cookies. I'm uh, I'm happy. Me too, bro. Me too. Luck's gonna be eating high protein food now. Right. And I'm, I'm happy for the company too that things were just swinging up a little bit. Maybe business is starting to pick up. Uh, maybe we'll get overtime back. Yeah, that would be nice. When I first started in. January 2020, we were working 40 hours a week, same same thing we do now, four 10-hour days, and then we would get five hours optional overtime on Friday. So I worked every Friday, and I convinced Kurt. That's when me and Kurt really started getting to know each other was on the Fridays. I'd always help him because Kurt, yeah. Kurt was an overtime slut like I was. So uh, then we go into lockdown. We go in, everybody goes into the national nationwide lockdown. And when we came back out of lockdown, that's when they cut out the overtime. Yeah. But for three months straight, we worked every Friday. Yeah. I first started working here, bro. I I worked Friday all day, and then Saturday was the half day. It was optional. My God, man. You was a rolling in it back then. Yeah. Well, I ended up volunteering every Saturday the first two months, you know. You made more money back then on less pay, too. Yes. Yep. That, that's amazing. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I mean, that was all right. And I don't know how many Saturday those volunteers were now. But if we go back to five days, it wouldn't bother me too bad. I wouldn't mind. I'd work 10-hour day on a Friday. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I was getting 55 hours in when I first started working. That's a lot of cheddar. That's 15 hours overtime, time and a half. Right, right, for sure. Yeah, uh, the checks were pretty nice. They've they've been a little rough lately. Yeah, they've been a little rough. Hey, uh, we'll hang in there. We had a good laugh about you yesterday, me and a couple of the guys. Oh, yeah. Because I told them I got in your freezer to get some ice out the other night. Yeah. And I told them, sitting in his freezer... Knocked my, I knocked my mic out. There we go. Sitting in his freezer is his turkey from last year yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big bird fan. I'll just tell you that right now. You're going to have to smoke that turkey or do something. You're going to have to get rid of it or something. Yeah, I know. We might be getting another one. We'll be getting another one. I noticed you. I did not see the Christmas ham. I'm assuming that went away right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't last very long at all. Now, we're talking about more like it there, ham beef or something. I don't know. You know what I had for lunch right before I called you? What's that? I went and got some fried chicken. Really? Picked up my check from the grocery store and got some fried chicken. I'm just not I'm not big on chicken or turkey. (laughs) I I tell you what I think it is. I worked at Turkey Barn there for a year or so and uh, uh, you see what them things live in. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's bad <laughs> I don't know I, I, it, just, it just kind of turns me away from poultry I could never work at far best I, could, yeah, I, could, I couldn't either right? or Purdue no uh, uh, yeah you talk about nasty. Pur- Purdue's got a operation not far don't they got one up in Washington or somewhere yeah, they got one in Washington yeah yeah, and it it, it it employs several people. I'm pretty sure, quite a bit of people. I mean. Yeah, but uh, I've never been over there. But uh, I hear stories. There's people that have, you know. <laughs> All right, turkey mess. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I was doing a pretty good job right now. <laughs> just shoot. It's just. It's just. I mean, it's just a bonus episode. All we're doing is just mainly trying out our new equipment. I know we're going to put this thing through the paces. Talk about life. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah. Um. There was something I was going to tell you yesterday. And I forgot. Oh, it was it was woman troubles. Oh yeah. Yeah. What what's that? I don't know. Not even dating one, and I kind of I don't know. We got into it the other day. Women are a fickle beast. You know it. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. For sure. Uh. Well, it, it it just keeps getting worse. I think. I don't know. I don't think I, I'll ever understand them. No, me neither. I don't think uh, I really want to. Really, <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, the whole idea of a relationship nowadays is like it's a pretty scary proposition. Now I think. I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess every time I think I'm ready to jump back in, because I haven't had a serious relationship since uh, me and that girl broke up uh, about a year ago, and then I had that brief relationship this spring, and maybe I just wasn't ready or, right. you know. So. Brief relationship, you're all right. Yeah. I wish I could be like Dole and, you know, have a woman in every city I go to, but. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, we're talking about a, a legend there, man. Where's he at? Is he working or is he at home? What do you think he did? I think he's probably sitting, if you're in the kitchen, I no, say I'm he's. In, I'm in the bedroom. Okay, I guarantee you he's sitting in the living room playing NBA 2K. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's something else yeah he's a mac daddy i'll tell you that right now you guys gonna munch on some pizza this weekend uh i don't know what uh, i don't know what we're gonna do there yet uh, maybe i don't know the kid uh, said something about wanting tacos for for the this weekend the last time they were here so maybe i'll make some tacos or just go to taco bell and get a party pack that there would be the best thing to do, brother. And tacos are messy to make. Y'all see my three-year-old, man. She makes a complete mess. She ends up wearing more of the taco than what she eats. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny right there. Yeah. Uh, I, I got it over me, too. Well, when you ain't keys, you know. Stuff seems to fall back out, right? That's That's true. Yeah. I always want to be one of you. I was, I was really surprised yesterday. Yeah, it was a good, good deal. Yeah, I was too, man. It made me really happy. It did me too. I, I was actually shocked. I thought for sure it was going to be more bad news. Oh, man, I, I did too because I just thought, okay, here we go. We're going down to 32 hours a week again. Like, this is what's coming. But I guess uh, business is actually picking up a little bit, which is good. Still not where where it needs to be, probably. But so, uh, game one of the ALCS starts tonight. Yes. Uh, Red Sox are playing Ooh. at Houston. Eight oh seven p.m. First pitch. I'm probably for the Red Sox. What about you? Uh, I'm, you know, I think I'm gonna pull for the Red Sox. So here it is. This is, uh, this is how it's gonna shape up. It looks like, um, it's gonna be Boston versus Houston, and the Los Angeles Dodgers are going to play the Atlanta Braves. Yep. So. Here we go. So, I I call myself a closet Dodgers fan. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and the Braves are in the NL East, which is the same division my Phillies is in. So, right. uh, I know it's customary in baseball. You root for your, your league. You don't root for the opposing league. I'm not necessarily going to follow that. I would like to see 
a Los Angeles versus Boston World Series. That would be awesome. Um, how many times I, has L.A. played Boston in the World Series? I don't think they ever have. I don't, I don't think. Have they? If they have, it's only been one or two times. I don't think they well, have. I'm, I'm thinking no. They've well, what, it would have been 2018, wouldn't it, in the World Series a couple years ago? Well, did they play each other then? Let me fact check. I think they did, didn't they? Didn't didn't they play when Boston won in twenty eighteen? Let me let me uh, fact check. I'm a, I'm on the Google machine right now. I can't remember. That's bad, isn't it? They did. They did. They did. So another series would be pretty cool. What what that would go? Boston World Series. I know Boston won, but. Uh, six games. Six games. Yeah, no. Boston. Five games. Five games. Boston Dang. won four to one. Well, maybe they can get a, a chance to get back at him this year. I don't know. That was a really weird game last night. Uh, Giants Dodgers. I mean, you start your closer at the very beginning of the game. I don't know if he's a genius or I don't know. But it worked. Well, this is the this is the best time. Uh, I told I, I told you this at work the other day. This is the best time of year to be a sports fan for me, and oh, yeah. and, th- and this is why because golf's pretty much starting to wind down. Right. Okay. Uh, the NFL is a month into the season. Hockey has just started. Uh, the NBA will be firing up. They're in preseason. They'll be firing up the regular season at the end of the month. Uh, baseball's in postseason. Um, yeah, college basketball fires up in about a month. College football's in midseason form here. It's a lot of things happening. Yeah, this is you get to September, October, November. This is the best time to be a sports fan. Oh yeah, for sure. So, and you know, you know, honestly, what you were talking about the other day. What I I love all this stuff. But man, after after the NBA postseason ends and the NHL postseason ends, you just have baseball, right? I mean, especially after the NFL season ends, after the Super Bowl, it's just you know, right? But yeah, yeah. baseball and golf is about the only thing going in. Well, you got NASCAR, I guess. But- we still have to do a NASCAR episode. It is a sport. Well, I mean, it is a sport too. I guess Olympic swimming is a sport too, but I don't see us ever talking about Olympic swimming. I guess that we're going to talk about Olympic swimming. <laughs> we might. Someone really wants an episode on it, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, let's give you an updated uh, tally on our on our uh, views and or well, not views. We haven't done a video episode. We're gaining traction, kid. Uh. Little by little, though, let's see here. The overall all-time numbers I'm not happy with, but we're at about a 353 all-time downloads, which is kind of, eh. Yeah. But. Better than zero. Better than zero. Uh, looks like we did our biggest batch of business. 
in June. We had 107 downloads in the month of June. Uh, August wasn't kind to us. We only had about 47 downloads in August. But the month of September, we had over 70. So it's coming back up. Uh, All time, though, 353. We have had downloads uh, all galore all over the United States on a global front. We've had multiple downloads in France, uh, several in Canada, Brazil, Thailand. Who the hell? Thailand. Yeah, that had to be like a... That had to be like uh, an accident. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Our biggest supporters, as far as our downloads state-wise, our top five downloads, of course, obviously, I should have figured this. The most are coming out of home, so Indiana's taking precedent. But our top five downloads here in the states are Indiana, Maryland, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and New York. Cool. So, kind of all along the East Coast there. How do we reach out to the West Coast? Um, I just have to keep promoting and trying to find new ways to promote, and, you know, across social media and, and other have platforms. Have you plugged anybody yet today? Do what? Have you plugged anybody yet today? No, I don't. I haven't plugged anybody yet. Okay. Well, you said you were going a little bit before I got on here, so. No, I just was. I was on here a few minutes, then you called back. I mean, I don't even have my computer. I don't have nothing out in front of me, son. All I'm going to say is, uh, you know, you guys know our sponsors. And uh, I'll probably promote them on our Facebook page. Uh, I guess what I'll just do here is just tell everybody that uh, word of mouth helps us. It's not like you're buying a product from us. We're just taking some of your time. But uh, any word of mouth, if you like the podcast, pass it on to your friends. Right. We are a twofold podcast. You know, it, it, it is heavily sports based, like 80 to 90% of it, but we cover a lot of other stuff too. Uh, uh, no, no. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and the more downloads we get, the more we can go famous. And then you could help Kurt by buying luck high protein dog food then. <laughs> Yes. I don't know if we'll be famous or not, but... So I got... I know we got a few down. I got a story to tell you. All right. So I'm going to open up and break my silence on something. Okay. So, technically, technically, I have never had THC. But... Um, I did get a hint, a couple hits off of a CBD oil joint uh, weeks back, which I made the decision that since it's THC, it's not like I was popping my marijuana cherry. Right. Dude, I can't even begin to tell you the difference I felt in my sore back and my sore knees after I had some of that. It helped, didn't it? Oh, my God, son. I was like a different person. Uh, it was only a couple of drags. I'm telling you, dude, it's got medicinal, all kinds of medicinal qualities. I mean, I am I so advocating for the legalization of marijuana, and I don't even smoke it. Like, it right. is a fucking crime the way they're regulating this. Oh, for sure, dude. Ain't no doubt about it. 
and the, the people they're putting in jail and stuff, the nonviolent offenders. You're going to put somebody in jail for marijuana, but yet you're going to let a guy that raped three 17-year-old girls, you're going to set him in there for two years and then let him walk back free. Like, what the fuck? But the yeah, guy that got arrested for a pound of marijuana in his basement sitting there doing 10 years in federal prison. Yeah, and he's medicinal uh, use, you know. Uh, probably ain't still or anything. The system's backwards, bro. It is. It is. It is. I mean, there's some states are figuring it out. And uh, you go and look, like Colorado, uh, the revenue went through the roof when they legalized. And the crime rate, rate stayed even or went down some. So there you go, folks. Explain right. that, right? Yeah, yeah, explain that. I, the, I revenue, the revenue went up and the crime rate stayed the same or dropped. So, you know, I don't know. We'll be one of the last states to adopt it, I bet you. There's like so many states around us that are already fucking legal. Michigan. Yeah. Indiana's the Indiana's the old boys club at the country club that never lets anybody in. Yeah, there you go. Indiana is like the not to make this a racial thing, but and you you'll you'll get this when I tell Indiana is like the old white man at the country club that wouldn't let Tiger Woods play because he was black. Yeah. See, see, I said that. I said that. Yeah, that's right, too. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll figure it out one of these days. Maybe. You know what you need, by the way? What's that? A new amp for your guitar. I do, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the one I got. I actually got, I got two or three amps, but I ain't got the, the good amp. You know what I want? You know what you know what I want to do, really? What's that? Get your lap steel TLC and taken care of, and we sit there and fuck around with that thing one night. Yeah, dude, that's pretty cool right there. There ain't nothing sweeter in country music than a lap steel, hands down. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know what all it take to get that thing. I mean, it's, we're talking the nineteen fifty unit, I think. I know a I feller. I know a feller down in Pike County down around Winslow or somewhere that does a lot of guitar repair work and I think he does work on lap steels I ought to dig around and see if I can't get a hold of that guy Yeah, and maybe worth, we yeah. it'd be worth fixing it up dude it's a pretty cool uh, piece really and I, I, I was blown away when I got it I, a guy was going to throw it away dude I hate hearing throw the words away. throw away and guitars together and uh, yeah I hate that word too I mean but I ended up t- getting it to him, uh, getting it from him, and I got a couple other things to him. I gave him five bucks for it, man, for the whole kit. And it's pretty cool. I can't find a name on it, though. Dude, speaking of guitars, because you get me all amped up, and I'm not going to plug Glary right now. We plug Glary all the time. I'm looking. I can see it right now in my in the nursery slash my office uh, right off my master bedroom. I can see my Glary sitting there on the stand. But, dude, dude. So, in 1993, I think it was, the end of 93, beginning of 94, that's when Kurt Cobain and Nirvana did their uh, MTV Unplugged? Yes. Okay. 
Everybody loves MTV's Unplugged series. Hands down, the best one will always be Nirvana, then probably Kiss. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, and I and I love this, and you guys can get on your Google machines and fact check this, but I'm right, I promise you. So, Kurt Cobain is playing an old Martin guitar, or it might have been a Fender guitar. I don't remember what the guitar was. But it's a Kurt Cobain, for those of you that don't know, he plays guitar left-handed. Okay? Right. But he right. was so talented, and his skills as a guitar player don't get talked about because in this video, he's playing a right-handed guitar upside right down. down. Yep. That's amazing. Okay, you guys go watch the video. Kurt Cobain, when he's playing, he, he always played Fender. I think he play, he didn't play Stratocasters. He oh, always played Fender. Telecasters. Yep. Or he'd play, uh, every once in a while, you'd catch a video where he'd have a Gibson Les Paul or a Gibson oh. SG. Depending for, on what kind of sound he's looking for. Yeah. But he, he played, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a Martin. It was either a Martin or a Fender acoustic. I'm pretty damn sure it was a Martin guitar. Made probably, it was probably made about the 60s or 70s. But he's playing it upside down. It's epic. Yeah. The last song they did for the night was a cover of a 1930s, 1940s fuck, folk song. almost said fuck. Folk song oh. called what, Where Did You Sleep? Lead huh? Yeah, lead belly. yeah it, was, it was Lead Belly's song. Okay. Yeah. The reason why this is funny is because before they start playing the video, and, and like I said, get on YouTube, Nirvana's page and MTV's Unplugged page both... Both has the, the full clip. Kurt's talking about, and this is 1994, so they're talking about um, the people that represent the Lead Belly's estate wanted to sell Kurt Lead Belly's acoustic guitar for $500,000. Wow. Now, I don't know what the inflation on that is here all these years later. Um, well, Kurt, I'll tell you what. Since I always do the inflation thing. Right. Well, look, so they wanted to sell him that guitar in 1994 for $500,000. So let me go to the inflation calculator. So in 1994, $500,000 in today's money. In today's money, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. That's impressive. In today's, it's uh, 893000 huh. So almost a million dollars. Right. And everybody knows the kind of person that Kurt Cobain was. He wasn't all about money. He didn't give a shit. He thought yeah, the world. Same. Yeah, he thought the world was greedy, rich people. He didn't care. That guitar that Kurt Cobain played, uh, after his death, I want right. to say murder, but I can't. I want to say uh, suicide, but I'm not sure. So we'll say death after Kurt Cobain's death. That guitar was kept by Courtney Love and gave to their daughter, Frances. Now, when Frances had a divorce a couple of years ago, somehow, don't ask me how this happened. I don't got all the details. In the divorce, her father's guitar went to her ex-husband. What? I, oh, yeah, but it gets better. So this guy turns around and sells it off at an auction. Kurt Cobain's 19... 50s, 60s, 70s Martin guitar or Fender, but I'm pretty sure it was a Martin. It sold at an auction for over $6 million. Wow. You know the guy who bought it? 
the guy that owns and created either Rhodes or Sure microphones, he bought it. And he bought it with the understanding that the money, he would buy it, but the money for this guitar that he bought, the $6 million, would go towards funding literary school music programs all throughout the country. Uh, I need a clap for that there. Yeah, let me hit it. Let me. Nope. I'm really off on my sound pads today. But that guitar sold for $6 million in 2020 at auction. That's impressive. That's really impressive. And there, you know, 20, 30 years prior, he's talking about they wanted to sell him a guitar for $500,000, and he rolled his eyes. But little did he know the guitar he was holding in his hand would sell for $6 million a couple decades later. Uh, speaking of that, that song there, uh, Where'd You Sleep Last Night, that was the last song he'd done live before he yeah. did. Right? Yeah, because to, to, to the best of everybody's knowledge, that was his last televised performance. Now, there was talks that they did a couple of... Uh, they did a couple of live shows, but it wasn't televised, but I don't know that for sure. But as far as television appearances, to the best of everybody's knowledge, that was his last televised performance because... Don't you think he could, in that performance, you could, he kind of knew what was coming? You, there, there's, a, there's a spot in the song towards the end where he pauses for about three or four seconds and in those three or four seconds he closes his eyes and when he opens it the expression on its face is it's literally like a guy that just seen his entire life go before his eyes yes so what a shame to you what tragic i mean yeah i like nirvana i don't know if you like it or not i love nirvana i do too Uh, they were clever songwriters and a good musician for sure. And look at Dave Grohl now. He went from being yeah. a, a drummer to he's his own lead singer and lead Foo guitarist Fighters. and Foo Fighters. You like Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters are all right. Yeah. And uh, I think some of it. you know, honestly, I'm not up to date on all my knowledge here. I don't ever know what happened to Chris Novosek. I don't know if he I did other projects either. or if he just retired from the music business. I don't know either. Uh, I've never heard. Don't ever hear that, Brian. No. But David Grohl definitely went on. And did he did a lot of he did a lot of good things. Oh yeah. Uh he's a huge contributor to the music business. I I think somebody said he's even got into uh doing some producing of albums too, taking on a producer role. Uh fun fact. When I watched the Kistory biography that came out this summer on A&E, the two-part biography episode, right? Uh, Dave Grohl is a huge Kiss fan, <clears throat> and he is supposed to be pretty good friends with uh, either Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons. I can't remember which one. So, who's, who's the face of Kiss? Do you think? I know who I'm going to say. For, for me, uh, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but for me, Kiss begins and ends the face of it. Uh, even though he's not part of it anymore, I'm always going to say probably Ace Freely. Dude, I wish I could high-five you right now. Yeah, air high-five, bro. Yeah, they go pat. All right. Nailed it. Yeah, I, I agree totally. He he was the heart and soul of that band back in the day. And that's not to say that 
throughout oh, well, all the lineup changes, they've had some good guys that come in and plug, like, uh, you know, but but to me, Kiss is always Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, and Peter Chris. Yes. Uh, Nothing to take away. You don't take anything away from Eric Carr. Eric Carr was, Carr was great. Yeah, I miss Eric Carr. He was a... But the sound, the original sound was the original members. That's, that's Kiss. You know what the funny thing about that is? Uh, me and Asher were listening to New York Groove the other day at work. Mm-hmm. So when they were when they when they had their first real headbutting experience, where they were all a little razzled, so then the label decides, why don't all four of you guys put out a solo album under the Kiss umbrella? And to to the best of my recollection, from what I learned from history, uh, Ace Frehley's solo album did better than the other three. Yes, and the New York Groove was the smash hit. So, Ace, Ace uh, man, he just had a a flair. I don't know. I don't know how to explain, it, but there was something about him that just really captivated my attention. I mean, the way he played the guitar, and not only did he play, he sing, right? I don't know. It, he was the heart and soul kiss, I think. And that that's something else that. In today's and even back then, in today's age, you you have a band with superstars. Not all of them are writing songs. Some of them just play and sing. Some of right. them just there's only a couple of them that write. With Kiss, what I always thought was unique was every one of them would take a turn being the lead vocalist on a song. Yes, every yes. one of them could write songs. And you, you got to wonder why it didn't work. Uh, at that time. Yeah. I'm going to say where we were at in the world, drugs. Drugs and alcohol, you uh, you yeah. guys go from being nobodies, and then over the a few years, you guys blew up. Like, I, I'm sure fame went to a couple of heads, and there was also a lot of drugs and alcohol back in those days. I mean, that's that's the rock women. and roll lifestyle. And a lot of women, like, and it comes to a head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then they had, they had a good sound. I wish they could have stuck together and you know them guys are old now you know yeah holy crap paul stanley looked uh yeah oh speaking of paul stanley so kurt what's the one thing we don't usually talk about on this show politics okay so this is kind of political but not but it's related paul stanley was in the news last night or at least on the internet and i gotta find I'm, i'm googling it right now um. Okay, hang on. Paul Stanley sent out a scathing, not really a scathing. He he sent out a tweet last night on Twitter that let the world know that he's basically sick of stupidity. Just give me, because I don't remember the whole story. It, it dealt with uh, talking about a Holocaust. Which I mean, we've oh. we've we've mentioned the Holocaust. We don't mention the guy behind the Holocaust because fuck right. that guy. But yeah. uh, it just got me thinking. Me, all right, Paul Stanley. Here we go. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> gotta love gotta love America, and uh-huh. this is uh this is deep red America. So this is uh hardcore Republican America. Uh, yeah. Anyways, a school administrator in Texas. Uh, 
and there's audio on this. Uh, you can go find this audio anywhere on Google, NBC News, ABC News. There's a school administrator in, in Texas that advised the teachers last week if they should have a book about the Holocaust in their classroom, then they should have a book with the opposing perspective of the Holocaust. And Paul Stanley went ballistic on Twitter talking about it. He, he said this, he said, and I quote, this is so fucked. There will always be opposing views, but there are never opposing facts about the Holocaust. Uh, and I guess basically this, this teacher or administrator thinks that they should tell people, well, this is what they say happened in the Holocaust, but you know, this is what could have happened. Maybe you don't have all the facts, da, 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 da. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Paul let him have it, huh? Uh, Paul let him have it. And apparently, uh, a lot of celebrities have picked up and chimed in on it, which I'm not going to go that far into it, but, uh, well, I got, I got one view myself on it, you know, and I'm sure you do too. It fucking happened, and it was disgusting. You massacred six million fucking people because you didn't like their view. I mean. Right, right. We can't have that. No, that's genocide. That's mass genocide. Yes. Society, we just can't have that. That's just. I mean, think of all the lives lost there. I mean, there could have been. You know what? You know what gets me about this, though? This is somebody in a position of power in a school where they're shaping young minds. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I want to laugh because of how stupid it is, but I can't really laugh because this is serious shit. But this is fucking... And I hate to use the R word because it's offensive to people, but I'm sorry. This is fucking retarded. Like, yes. there's no opposing facts about the massacre of six million innocent people. It, it fucking happened. Yes. And, uh... And, uh, I really don't care what their side thinks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know where I see. I only brought this up because we got talking about Kiss, and it just blew my mind. Like, uh, and, and Paul Stanley, I know a lot of people think that Kiss was about the money for Paul and Gene, and in the beginning, when I was growing up and I heard the stories of Kiss and, and throughout the latter part of my teenage years, my early 20s, I thought at first Paul and Gene were just a bunch of greedy assholes, but I, they do care. Paul Stanley is a humanitarian. Paul Stanley does a lot of work in his communities. He donates a lot to charities. Paul Stanley is a real stand-up guy. He's not the arrogant asshole that I thought he was uh, 10 years ago. And uh, Paul's pretty outspoken about human rights and stuff, too. So that was definitely a hot-button issue for him. Now, Gene, I don't know. Gene's fucking... He's he's a weird, weird cat, man. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, he's something else. I'm telling you, brother. uh, I wish I could be there with you right now, but this is kind of cool. Now at least we know this this little thing's going to work. I mean, it was... $50, $50, I had to earn it. I mean, I had to save a couple of weeks of IGA checks to get it. But, right. uh, you know, nice. and Well, and it's going to come in handy for me when I'm starting that wrestling podcast pretty soon. I think we're right. supposed to record our first episode Sunday night. So, What are you going to talk about? 
I think it's just going to be the same thing as me and you. I think it's just going to be talk about the birth of the podcast and how it came to be, what we're going to get into, and then uh, with with the uh, right now the name is called Wrestling Through the Eras because of all the different time periods and eras and wrestling. Right. We might change it to something else, but uh, what for now? What it what it's going to be? A lot of it's about because uh, there's three of us. Uh, there's uh, the one guy who is real big in the you know the seventies era, a lot familiar with it. Another guy in the eighties era, and then me as a kid growing up in the nineties. What I can remember, it's going to be the one guy's always been a manager, but he's trained to take bumps, so uh, he works specialty matches every once in a while. So, so he's got his side of it. The other guy is uh, I don't like to use the word semi active uh he's he's semi-retired he, he works a few spot shows here or there when he can uh all along the independent scene uh so he's got his side and then you've got me i've got almost the fan perspective of it but i've also got the perspective of uh i've been in the ring i've trained i've taken bumps my career never took off because i changed jobs and that's you know my one of my biggest regrets but we're going to talk a lot about we're going to we're going to kind of do like me and you do team histories like we did with the, the Warriors and like we'll do with Corey's Bengals. Right. So we'll take somebody's career and do kind of an introspective history of it. We'll uh, look at certain angles and storylines and matches in wrestling history and, and maybe rebook them, change the outcome of them, and this is well, what would have happened. Me, you have to send me the data. Uh, send, send you the stuff. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. And, uh, there definitely be a lot of information there for sure. Well, it's like I tell you, my dad goes, "Where's your research for that wrestling episode?" You and Kurt, I am the research dad. Right? Yeah, folks, you wouldn't believe this this guy here. I mean, <laughs> it just dumbfounded. I mean, holy crap! You see, you've seen it yeah, multiple times. Uh, yes, uh, knowledge out the butt. And I'll tell you what, man. That was the that was the funniest day ever, though. That's when Adam really realized it because. He's sitting there at his desk right there right after lunch and going through his emails, and I said something, and he goes, well, you can't tell me what date this was. He goes, what about WrestleMania 17? I said, well, technically it was called WrestleMania X7, not 17. And then he goes, oh, really? So then he said this, and I said, yeah, there were 67,925 people relying Astrodome, Houston, Texas. I said, this match was on top. This match ended the show. This was every match in between. Da-da-da-da-da. Adam goes. Yeah, his jaw's dropping. Yeah, his jaw. And he's fact-checking all this. He goes, this is so stupid. Why are you like this? (laughs) 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 It's just like, it's a gift and a curse, man. I'm I'm a a hoot at parties. You know, it's just. (laughs) Uh, Bro, that's pretty cool. But when you're passionate about something, like, you know what? You laugh about this. But you could do the same thing with Dodgers baseball. Well, just kind of baseball in general, probably. That or that, or uh, talking about like um, the Steelers. Yeah, right. Something talking about, yes. Talking about Bobby Knight and IU. Talking about Gene Cady and Purdue. Boo. Dude, you know what? What's that? I mean, I don't know if this will ever go down as one of the top five, top ten greatest rivalries of all time when we always talk about sports rivalries. 
But as far as something that's local or regional instead of national or global, Indiana, Purdue, the you know, that's uh, uh, yeah, they're definitely marked on each other's calendars. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I what a great, great rivalry. I think, uh, it, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if it make a top five or whatever, but it's still a dang good rivalry. Indiana yeah. Purdue, man, Gene Knight or Gene Knight, Gene Katie versus Bobby Knight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bobby Katie, Gene Knight. Yeah, hey, she. That, that guys, I don't think they really cared for each other. No, I, you know. Go ahead. There's respect between, them, but I really don't think they really jived all that well together. No, they didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was obvious. I mean. Yeah, you can see it in their faces. They genuinely did not like each other. Kurt, how yeah. how different would college basketball be today? And, and you got to think about this, and I'm making a broad statement here. This is 2021. The, the way things are done in today's age is that things have changed so much in the last 10 years. Just 10 years ago, there was a ma- – just even five years ago, there was a massive switch in the things you can say and do to people. And, and How do you think well, Bobby Knight would have fared as a coach today? You don't think he would have been there very long? You think they would have shipped him he out? Wouldn't, he wouldn't have been there very long, no. I don't think. Do you? I don't think so. It, you know, there's still parents. There's still parents that don't mind their coaches getting on their kids or getting rough or whatever, but there's – some parents that do you you know back in these back when I was playing in in sports the coach would grab your shoulder shake your lungs what the hell are you doing pull your head yeah. out your butt you know yeah Bobby Knight goes and puts his hands on a player's shoulders and shakes the shit out of him they're gonna call for him to be kicked off you oh, know yeah. immediately but immediately. did you notice something though take take Neil Reed. Take Neil Reed, rest in peace, Neil Reed. Take Neil Reed out of the equation. Okay? Say Bobby okay. never choked him. Take him out of the equation. Okay. Players that were treated that way back in the day that were screamed at and downtrodden and verbally abused, and it's still a terrible, terrible thing, and I'm not advocating it at all, but the point I'm trying to make is for whatever fucked up reason – the players responded and rallied around coaches that did that. Yes. Because I think it's just a product of the time we were living in and how we were raised. That's what you were accustomed to. You see a coach carrying on like that now. Uh, parents are complaining to the school board. They're complaining to the university. That coach is oh, gone heads within days. Roll. Heads are going to roll. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you go back and ask anybody who's played for Bob Knight. There's going to be that level of respect for the I mean, for the most part. Now, uh, our boss Adam part. Sweet, our boss Adam, huge IU guy. Adam's a big AJ Guyton fan. AJ was one of my favorite players too. AJ oh. cannot stand Bobby Knight. There's you're always going to have a couple. I think Adam had told me he'd showed me something one time. AJ had wrote an article or spoke on a clip called "Bobby Knight the most homophobic, racist." Uh, sadistic asshole he's something like that i don't remember what it was so don't quote me but you're always going to have 
a handful of players that are going to complain about you afterwards. Uh, a- AJ Guyton was no Bobby Knight fan. I didn't know that. But AJ was one of my favorite players. I like AJ Guyton. I thought he was a pretty good ball player. Uh, yeah. Michael Lewis was probably my favorite. Did did I tell you this? Uh, Michael Lewis's mom was my third grade teacher. I did not know that. And uh, he came to school one day and talked to us, and we all got like little bitty autographed IU basketballs. Cool. I don't, and I popped it when I was playing with it. I shouldn't have been playing with it to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So it got thrown away. But uh, yeah, Michael Lewis. You remember Michael Lewis? Yeah, from Jasper. Yep. Michael Lewis's mom was my third grade teacher. Uh, he played. Did he play four years there? Ah, uh, I know he. I think he played at least three. I think he might have stayed his senior year. I, I honestly remember. can't remember. A uh, pretty good talent. Uh, three sport player. Wasn't he was a pretty good foul foul shooter too. Yes. Uh, three sport player. He might his. He had a brother who was a big baseball star. I don't know if Michael uh, if Michael was too or not. Well, you know what? I thought he played football too. That I don't know. Well, you know what? Jasper's big, uh, big football. Yeah, for sure. My mom and dad graduated in 1986 from Forest Park. Uh, I was born. Oh, you're a rival. Yeah. Well, hang, hang on. So, mom and dad graduated high school in Forest Park '86. They said 1987, Forest Park was going to have a football team, okay? I graduated in 2006, 20 years later. They said in 2007, Forest Park was going to have a football team, and in 2007, Forest Park got a football team. Man. So 20, 20, oh, man, could you imagine me? I would guarantee you. I'd been too fat to play anything other than an offensive lineman. Yeah, but if but they'd the have put me good. on the defensive lineman, could you imagine me grabbing a hold of that quarterback and falling on him? Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been definitely probably been an anchor on the line somewhere. Probably for could sure. have been, for sure, without a question. Yeah. Uh, man, it's too bad he didn't get to play. Uh, of course, I went to school and didn't have football, too, so – like I say, we were rivals, man. Fourth You'd have been a linebacker. Line. You'd have been a linebacker. I would have liked to been a yeah, middle linebacker, probably. I'd plug it right up the middle. But uh, Bar-Eve, where I went to school, it didn't have football either. But I didn't know. if We hated Forest Park. We hated to go play you guys at gym. Yeah. Man, we dreaded it. I mean, we, you guys were definitely marked on the calendar every year. <laughs> but you're the baseball star. That's what you were known for. I said this in our very first episode. If you guys can get on the Google machine and you can hit the dark web, I'm talking like pages in the 20s and 30s, you'll find some stats and information about one Kurt Kelly, who <laughs> was a bit of a standout for Bar Reeve High School. Uh, I can play some baseball, yeah. And then he decides to get married, have kids, and uh, Kurt had a rough life, got involved in some extracurricular stuff, and yes, yes. robbed me of the chance of having a Kurt Kelly rookie card. But Oh, well. I mean, life happens, man. Hey, you know what? When we finally get this fucking studio built in my basement, 
there's a place you can go online where you can get rookie cards made for like parents would do it for like their their high school seniors and stuff. Right. I'm gonna get me a Kirk Kelly rookie card made. I'm gonna there get one go. to you for Christmas, and then we're gonna frame one and put it on the wall of the studio. There you go. Sounds good. <laughs> well, yeah, baseball was my passion. It still is for the most part. I mean, I love baseball. If I, I was whole- still playing baseball today, I, and it was my first love, wrestling, baseball were my first two loves. But I played baseball up until like junior high, and then I got fat and lazy and. I gave up on what I loved, but I'd always play outfield just because I didn't have to do a lot of running in the outfield. Right. And I could throw it pretty far, but I always wanted to be a pitcher. A pitcher? I always wanted to be a pitcher. Anytime I play 2K, uh, I was always the pitcher. Jersey number 19, shout out Johnny Unitas. Every sports game I have, my jersey number is 19, Johnny Unitas. That's pretty cool. Johnny, you. I would have learned that EFIS pitch, I'm promising. There you go. Uh, what a pitch. That's a crazy pitch for sure. We talk about, we've talked about the EFIS pitch three or four times now. I'm telling you guys, for those of you who have missed it or have heard us talk about it and you're finally like, fuck it, I got to Google this. It is one of the funniest, most beautiful, and nastiest pitches either or yeah. ever. And it comes across the plate usually with 30 to 40. I've even seen instances on YouTube where it's come across the plate with 50 inches of break. And you see a Major League Baseball player, a $100 million a year player, swinging and striking out at a pitch he shouldn't have swung at to begin with. Where's his eyes light up? Because, yeah, he thinks, yeah, ooh, we'll be able to hit this a mile. You know, Kurt, tell everybody how much break you can get depending on each pitch. It's only a, a few inches, right? Yeah. But you yeah. get a pitch with 30 to 50 inches of break on it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I love it. I love I pitching. Hate. Pitching's always my favorite. When I watch baseball, everybody likes the hot bats. When I get the chance to actually watch a game, which nowadays is fewer and fewer between because of kids and activities – I always like a pitcher's duel rather than a home run fest. Me too, brother. Me too. Uh, uh, defensive pitching. And, 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 I mean, uh, that's what wins games, I think, for sure. Remember, there's people out there that say there's no defense in baseball. <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, that's, what's that do for pitcher's confidence then if he don't have a defense behind him? It shatters it. It's he's not going to be able to throw because the ball he's trying to get that out, and he's throwing the ball, and he's banking on if he can't beat the batter and get that strike, and he hits one, he's banking on them guys out there to get that ball and stop it. That's that means a lot to a pitcher, a confidence for sure. I mean, be able to throw it across the plate for strikes. You got to be able to do that. You got to be able to feel the ball. You got to be able to throw the ball. Joe Rodney, shout out. Said so it's a simple game, guys. We throw it, we hit it, and we catch it. <laughs> we're gonna now that we got this, we're gonna have to get your coach in sometime. I, I'd like to, I'd like to get a hold of him. Uh, you have to get I'd a hold of him. Find, I, I'd probably find him pretty easy. Uh, Facebook, but I don't have Facebook. I don't do Facebook. Not but, uh, yet. I've been on him for a year and a half. People. I just oh boy. You get in I, trouble I, on Facebook. 
if there wasn't a bunch of the other bullshit on there, I might get on one. But there's too much BS on there, I think. Yeah. I don't want to get wrapped up in it. All right. So, well, brother. I got nothing to deal with. <laughs> I think I'll uh, let it go. We're using battery power today, and we're on our last bar. I ain't even got it hooked up to a laptop, so... Uh, probably cut it short. We just had a nice little shoot the shit session. Just a simple plain bonus episode. The whole point of this was basically just to see if our new equipment mob was going to work. And now we know because I guarantee you at some point this winter, there's going to be a day where ice is involved and we ain't going to be able to get to each other. So now we know. Yeah. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. It's a little fit. Cost $50, but it was worth it. It's going to come in very handy. Yeah, I'd say it will for sure. I'm looking for rough winter. Yeah, uh, me too. Well, you got anything you want to add? Uh, I think I'm good, brother. I mean, good to hear from you. It's good to hear from you. Uh, I I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I kind of get lonely on weekends because I don't get to see you till Monday. Right, right. So no, I won't take it the wrong way. No. Yep, it's going to be a long, busy week. I got a big truck coming in Monday or Tuesday. I might need a feller to help me a little bit. Well, I'd say you can probably find somebody to help you. I probably could. Probably my best friend and my co-host, Kirk Kelly. That's right. I'll be there. All right, brother. Well, I will. Uh, thanks for popping in, and uh, you have a good weekend. I'll text you this weekend, and uh, I'll see you on Monday morning, pal. All right, all, man. All right, see you later, son. Later. All right, guys, that was uh, my co-host, Kirk Kelly. And uh, like I said, this bonus episode here wasn't really much of nothing. It was just uh, nice to talk just randomly about some crap and just mainly just trying to find this new equipment mod that uh, I just, it's Bluetooth right to my phone. uh, And that's pretty damn good and handy. So uh, I will uh, see you guys next week, uh, next Saturday night. Kurt and I are going to cover... The 2009 World Series, uh, which was big for two reasons. One, it was my my uh, Philadelphia Phillies unsuccessfully defending their 2008 World Series championship. And it was also the Yankees' 27th and last World Series championship. So it's a, it's a big deal. There was, you know, some lights out pitching. You know, game one featured Cliff Lee and CC Sabathia on the mound. Two former Cy Young winners, two former teammates of the Cleveland Indians, and uh, yeah. So for Kirk Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins, and uh, I guess I got to play you guys some a quick outro or something here, some music. Uh, I don't know. So uh, here, let's just uh, play this. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you. Commercials every time. Thank you. You'll feel better with this, right? So, uh. Thank you. For all the oh, it's a long commercial. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you, me. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll, I'll see you next week. any rights this music by way copyrights and ownership goes to everybody that owns this the labels the writers the producers beat makers all of it